Honey, pause for a sec. Why is that Klingon bleeding Pepto-Bismol? Welcome to The Spinal Frontier, a podcast where we speculate as to why Star Trek aliens are the way they are. I'm Kelly, she, her. And I'm Aaron, they, them. Okay, I've been excited to do this episode since we came up with this podcast. No, not the biomimicry. Sorry, we're tabling that one for now. I'm talking respiratory pigments. There's really so many aliens that have unusual blood colors. And with the newer series, they've only added like a bunch more. Yeah. And so the reason why we're talking about blood colors is because respiratory pigments are what make your blood the color that it is. So in humans, the one that you're familiar with is hemoglobin, which is the molecule that lives in your red blood cells that grabs oxygen from your lungs and carries it around your body. And it even takes some of the CO2 back out. Basically, respiratory pigments make your blood really efficient at putting well, for us, oxygen into your body. And there is a literal rainbow of blood in (laughs) Star Trek. (laughs) And the list is wild. So first I wanted to talk about the example that kind of sparked this whole thing. Which Star Trek movie is that? That's Star Trek Six. There is some Klingon murder that happens in the very beginning. But what happens when they get murdered is there's a stab, there's a stab that happens, and it's in zero G, and then all of this straight up opaque Barbie pink, presumably blood, comes floating out. Can you please explain why that is, why that actually happened? Like in, in the real world, the reason was that this scene was so gory that it would have earned the movie an R rating. So they changed the color of the blood. Yeah. And it's the it's the only time in the series that Klingon blood is pink. Yeah, it's it's red the rest of the time, right, mm-hmm. technically? Yeah. I mean, it better be. They eat so much meat all of the time. If their blood is not iron-based, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with um, artistic liberties for Star Trek Six. It's not <laughs> how, what their blood's actually supposed to look like. I know, but it made me crazy because I'm like... It got me thinking, and this is kind of the impetus of a lot of our conversations, mm-hmm. like, but why is it like that? What what would the explanation be for having pink blood? And oh, there's so much of it all over. Everywhere. I, like the Klingon ship must have smelled like bubble gum. Uh, do you remember pink medicine when mm-hmm. we were little? The amoxicillin? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's true. <laughs> we're off topic. Okay. So aliens who have blood that is weird colors that we couldn't find any earth analog for. So there are three species, it looks like, that have orangey blood. That's the Benzites, Zahians, and maybe Jem'Hadar. What do those ones have in common? Nothing as far as I can think of. I can't ever remember seeing a Benzite bleed. And thinking of Deep Space Nine, like we must have seen Jem'Hadar bleed at some point. But the only thing I can think yeah. of with them is the white stuff. Yeah, but that's a drug. That's not I their know. blood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they would consider it their lifeblood, but that's that's different. The alien that does have white blood, though, is Tamarians. Mm-hmm. What's a Tamarian? Um, they're the ones that talk in metaphor, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess we, we see them. We, I think we might see them bleed in uh, Lower Decks, too, because there's the, uh, that Tamarian officer in Lower Decks. Kayshawn. Yeah. Yeah. 
another alien we saw bleed for the first time, I think, in Lower Decks is Ferengi, who bleed in yellow. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really neat. We um, had to stop and rewind a couple times. I'm certain we've seen Quark bleed bl- red blood, though. We're going to have to go back. Listeners, if you've seen this or if you have any way mm. for us to narrow this down, because I... Well, really, because, like, Quark is good at avoiding fights. Yeah, but he gets roughed up pl- plenty. Yeah, but, I mean, he's good at de-escalating, so it's very rare for there's, it, there to be, like... I can think of one incident with a sharp implement, and he did the stabbing. Yeah. I don't know. He's been shot. Uh-huh. That's usually That's usually pretty bloodless in Star Trek. Yeah. So. I've, Deep Space Nine is one of my favorite series, but I remember so few details from it in the way that I remember details from, like, TNG. Or... And that's saying something, folks, because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the most detail, Star Trek detail full person I know. <laughs> I think that there's just... Deep Space Nine has so much meat to it, though, that, like, I'm not really looking for... Blood. Yeah, like, small details in the way I am in the other ones. I guess. But now we have our amateur job, so... <laughs> now well, you have to look to, for those details. You have to rewatch Deep Space Nine to see if Quark bleeds yellow blood. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe we can fast forward. There's so many seasons of that. No, no, no. Anyway, so the Ferengi blood being yellow was fascinating to me because you don't have it's a it's a cartoon. You don't have to do anything different with it. Mm-hmm. You could just make it red, but no, they made it yellow. So we've got a couple more that have different blood colors. The pack lead have mm-hmm. purple blood. What's a Barzan? Barzan blood is black. Um, Commander Non. Not helpful. Oh, it's from Discovery. She's oh, got the breather. Oh, God, duh. Implants. Yeah. What? Yes. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about Barzan eventually because so there is no black-blooded organism. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have any organism that has a black respiratory pigment. But, like, since it's a respiratory pigment, it's connected to the gas that they breathe in. Mm -hmm. And the Barzan don't breathe regular Earth-type air. Yeah, they have a different atmosphere. So I'm going to... We're going to look back into this when we talk more about Mm -hmm. respiration and, like the different gases that different aliens need. I have thoughts about that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't I always have thoughts? The big plot point in Deep Space Nine, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, is you can't tell if someone's a changeling except if you make them bleed blood and changelings bleed gold, basically. It's it's not... I don't think it's blood. blood. It's just them. It's just them on the inside. They're just gold on the inside. But like... They can mimic blood until it's separated from them. And then then it it just kind of reverts to changeling goo. Yeah. Although respiratory pigments are based on uh, metal ions, so they're metalloproteins, gold is not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) And then apparently green don't have blood. You know, that's fascinating. And I've been meaning to ask you... If you know of any animals for which that is, there is something up with that. So there's actually an animal that has clear blood. They have no respiratory pigment. Okay. And that is the Antarctic ice fish. Hmm. Um, they they have like plasma. That's really interesting because the brain suits are said to be cold suits because oh. their homeworld is very cold. Describe a little bit more about the brain. There's not a lot that's known about them, and some of the on-screen evidence is contradictory or from unreliable narrators. Mm -hmm. 
and like the brain are just really really mysterious and really really shifty well, so. maybe there are thousands and thousands of them in colonies below the sea because that's what they just found recently they just found these insane fields of antarctic ice fish just like everywhere now, that would be really cool like what if they're fish people walking around in water suits i mean maybe so like so the thing about antarctic ice fish the reason why they have clear blood they don't need respiratory pigments is because at the bottom of the ocean um it's very high pressure very cold um not a lot of oxygen is mm. available and so since their metabolisms are so low because they're so deep and so cold that they don't really need to have that high performance oxygen delivery so they just kind of like diffuse it into their tissues That's from neat. from their gills. I think there's a bit about not being able to tell if brain are alive or not like because their metabolic rate is so slow. Really? I possibly like yes. they say some wild stuff about the brain and yeah. this is the most I've ever gotten to talk about them. <laughs> Remind us where the Bre where we can see the Breen, which franchise? Um, they're in Deep Space Nine. Oh, that's right. All all the weird ones are in Deep Space Nine, really. Yeah, there's a few episodes of TNG with them. Okay, we're we're gonna have to look those up. We're about halfway through, so have you heard anything from our sponsors? Uh, yes. In a galaxy full of strange blood pigments, it can feel impossible to get stains out of your clothes. Well, great news. With a staff full of ex-Tel Shiar cleaning specialists, <laughs> Tamalox Dry Clean Service will have you Tamil looking good in no time. And as a limited time offer, our first 100 customers will receive complimentary shoulder pads. Call today. So speaking of Romulans, we have also a bunch of aliens that do have analogs to real life respiratory pigments. So I'm excited about that we've got several species so vulcans and romulans apparently also remans and orions all four of those species have green blood and green blood is a product of something called billy verdin verdin as in green yeah 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 i remember it because billy eilish has green hair billy verdin is a green waste product of hemoglobin when, when have you ever had to remember Billy Verdon? Uh, when we've talked about it before. <laughs> I'm glad you have you have to have like mnemonic devices for our conversations. This is tragic. <laughs> anyway, so Billy Verdon is a waste product of hemoglobin when hemoglobin breaks down in the body, and it is something that naturally occurs in certain species of lizards. Their little bodies aren't breaking down hemoglobin uh, and converting to bilirubin fast enough. And so it's this intermediary waste product that builds up in their blood and their blood is like purely green. And so I'm wondering, probably depends on the species. Orion are super green, like lizards are super, those lizards are super green. So mm -hmm. I'm willing to bet that that's what that is. It's interesting though that I guess... Not all the time, not in modern Trek, but like in older Trek, Vulcans kind of have a green cast, don't they? Like it's their skin is kind of greenish. I feel like TNG did that a little bit with some like eyeshadow and um, blush that's mm -hmm. got a green tinge to it. A TOS, maybe a little bit, but... I just feel like Spock has a pallor. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't know how much of that is like purposeful or how much of it is just the way he looks on modern televisions. I suppose. So that's that's Green Blood. I know I said that we are not talking about Andorians for a while, but here we are. And both Andorians and Bolians predictably have blue blood. Mm -hmm. And I love talking about blue blood because I study octopuses. And octopuses have blue blood. Yes. Well, I'm just saying we're back on all of our pet topics, Mm -hmm. I suppose. But uh, yes, octopuses have blue blood. It's based on, uh, there's a lot of mollusks and stuff. There's a lot of different invertebrate animals that have that. But their blood is based on hemocyanin, which is uh, copper-based, and mm-hmm. so that turns the blood blue. Well, that's Okay, so that's super interesting because in TOS, they say that the reason Vulcan's blood is green is because it's copper-based. Wrong. It's yeah. false. So it should be blue. It should be blue. Vulcans are not at all copper-based. Don't let them lie to you. There's actually one species called Acamarians. Can you tell me about Acamarians? I know they talk about them in To Seek Out New Life. Okay. They're the Demolition Man people. Okay. Yeah. If, if you're not familiar with Demolition Man, it's an old action movie with Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Where he gets frozen. and This is not the first time we talked about Demolition Man in the last month. It is so important. <laughs> it's an important piece of science fiction. Okay. Uh-huh. He gets unfrozen in the future because... So he's a, he's a uh, police officer. Okay. And he put in jail this like very violent criminal who gets out he gets unfrozen and causes a ruckus so they unfreeze Sylvester Stallone to go hunt him down Mm -hmm. and in this future they have created a society that's like super polite and clean Mm -hmm. and like pacifistic and they've pushed out all of the like rougher elements of their society they like live underground and um, everybody's Dennis Leary (laughs) (laughs) Are the Ac- are the Acamarians all Dennis Leary? So, what is so the Acamarians are like that? They've they've created this like really good looking society on the surface, but then you know they dig into it through the episode and you realize they did that by kind of shunting away their uh, quote unquote undesirable population. Something that they also have is red green blood, apparently, which is uh, based on both iron and copper, which is. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that just that just sounds like brown blood to me? Like maybe it's red shines green or something. Maybe. But um, like those are opposite on the color wheel. Yes. However, uh, there is an actual respiratory pigment mm-hmm. called chlorocruorin. Chlorocruorin. Say that three times fast. Rural juror. <laughs> it actually changes color depending on dilution. So if it's if it's really dilute, that respiratory pigment sh- shows up green. But if it's highly concentrated, it shows up red. So my thought is that Acamarians, uh may actually have something like that. Chlorocruorin is mostly found in marine uh, polychaete worms, which oh, is yeah. actually something I used to study. Not their blood, but mm. the worms. So... That's kind of the opposite of a humanoid. It is a globin, and it's iron-based. So I don't know where the copper comes from in the Star Trek lore, but that's they have some very fancy blood, apparently. Mm. And the only other one that I found is uh, tellurites that have a violet-pink blood for reasons. What could, what uh, what pigment could cause that? Um, hemerythrin mm-hmm. uh, is causes kind of a violet blood. It's not quite 
blue mm-hmm. and it's not yeah it's it's violet i guess interesting so like is it is it an iron based blood or what's funny is that heme erythrin is not heme based even though it has heme in the name i don't oh, know weird and it's used by really weird marine invertebrates sepunculids and brachiopods they look kind of like they're clams but they're not oh. um and sepunculids are worms Ooh, it's double iron so that is all of my blood shop talk some of these blood colors are actually feasible somehow and some of them super are not i think my favorite bit that came out of this conversation is that brainer probably like deep sea fish in pressure suits and i love it and we're gonna keep looking into it Mm -hmm. well we appreciate you hanging in there we're sorry this particular episode dropped a day later than we would like Good news is, working real hard on that PhD, thank you for dealing with that, all dozen or so people that listen. We appreciate you. To multiply the number of people who listen to this episode, it would be really great if you could please subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app, and especially on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars and leave us a review so that other people can find us. And if you didn't like the rainbow of blood, just maybe we'll convince you again in two weeks. You can follow us on Instagram at Spinal Frontier Pod and on Twitter at Spinal Frontier. We're always looking forward to your comments and questions. Thanks for listening. Okay, honey, you can press play. <laughs> <laughs>